Hello, and uh, welcome to a very special episode of Cheaper Than Therapy. Uh, this is the coronavirus episode, maybe part one. I don't know. This is all uh, a very strange time to be in, and I'm sure we're all kind of struggling with this sort of uh, collective anxiety that we're all feeling because of this outbreak, uh, pandemic, you know, call it what you will. I mean, it's just down to us coming together as a society and um, keeping tabs on each other, making sure we follow some safety instructions, you know, take care of our resources, don't go out and panic by. These are just a few things I'll be covering in this uh, episode, as, as well as some of the good news about the coronavirus, if that is even a thing. All right, so the first thing I wanted to say is uh, I came out basically a couple weeks ago. Uh, this this video caught my eye, and it was about a Chinese reporter who was reporting on uh, the pandemic or epidemic they were facing in Wuhan. Uh, he was going into hospitals with his camera phone and reporting from his hotel room, and uh, it seemed like they did not have their shit together. Like, you know, people in, on the floors in the hospitals, and you know, people not being able to fucking be seen by a doctor, you know, and they're really sick. So it, it was like pretty concerning. I was like, wow, this shit's really going down in China. And uh, then two days later, the reporter disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to him. I'm gonna try and pull up this story real quick, just so I can give you some actual. Uh, proper information, so I'm not <laughs> boldface lying to you. Okay, so here it is. I'm looking at a website called The Straits Times, and the headline is Chinese video journalist who disappeared after covering Wuhan outbreak tops one free press coalition list. Now, here is the name of the reporter, Chen Qixi. Uh, his videos uh, were reporting on local hospitals, like I mentioned, and uh, how they were struggling. And uh, the guy kind of just disappeared. Um, now, I'm going to quote him here. One of the things he said that struck a lot of people was, uh, quote-unquote here, I am scared. In front of me is the virus. Behind me is China's legal and administrative power. And he fucking disappeared, man. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. But that was uh, that was my introduction to the coronavirus outbreak. And I knew that shit was going to go down, but I didn't think it would travel so fast. I guess because, you know, the last big one 100 years ago, what was it? Jesus. Now I'm going to have to look it up again. Um, 100 years ago. Now you know what? Fuck that. I can't look at a fucking news website without them trying to get my website. Bro, we're all in the middle of fucking some kind of anxiety shitstorm right now. Just let me read the news without trying to get my fucking information. Ugh, sorry. I'm just got a bone to pick with you, news media people. I like my informations for freeze. <laughs> I'm entitled to it. Jesus. I'm just, I'm shocked that it traveled so fast, the uh, Wuhan virus, because, I mean, holy shit. I guess a hundred years ago when the bubonic plague or whatever, I'm totally wrong, uh, happened, you know. There wasn't as much international travel as there are today, you know. <laughs> Things started in December in Wuhan and is now, uh, it's now March. The United States is crippling. The fucking prime minister's wife is sick. And Justin Trudeau won't take a COVID-19 test because he knows he has it. But he's like, ooh, I don't feel any symptoms at all, so I'm not taking the test. 
I get it. You're trying to save resources. Be show a good example. But we all know you fucking got it, Justin Trudeau. God damn it, man. Solidarity, bro. You just if he gets sick and he doesn't say it, I'm gonna be so disappointed. That's some ego shit right there. You need to check aside, mate. Whatever. Anyways, who am I to fucking judge the prime minister? Ah, you know what? Fuck you. I voted liberal this year. Strategically. Give me a break, man. Now, so I went to a store today. Uh, I had to go get some supplies. Uh, now, I wasn't really um, stress buying until I got there. Because you walk into the fucking grocery store and... Everything looks kind of normal, but there's an electricity in the air. It's kind of like people are like trying to like shove past you without touching. It's really weird. And then there's also like you go to the bread aisle. There's no bread. You go to the fucking meat aisle. Don't eat meat, but I will pass by just to see it. There's no fucking hamburger meat because I live in Montreal and Quebecois people just hoard hamburger meat, bread, toilet paper, elastics, like hair elastics and bobby pins. Those were completely... Those, those shelves were empty. Fuck me, man. I gotta buy toilet paper, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Guess who's stealing from work this weekend? Me. Gonna take some stuff to wipe my family's butts with. No, I won't steal. I don't, uh, I don't do that. So yeah, I'm in the store, and then I get all the shit I kind of need. Uh, besides the toilet paper, obviously. And then I'm heading out. It's just so weird, man. It's like people are like running stop signs and shit. It's like you, y'all need to chill, all right? And this is how we can do it. And I'm going to invite you with me to do one fucking thing today. And if it's one fucking thing that you can do for your mental health with all this coronavirus thing... Is just take this moment right now, all right? I want you to put down whatever you got. If you're driving, just relax. If you're on the bus, God bless you. Fucking, I hope you wash the shit out of your hands after you leave it. But just sit down, relax, and then just try to feel the inside of your body, the inner workings of it, you know, where you're at physically today. How does my back feel? Is my back sore? Ooh, are my legs tight? Do I have tension anywhere? And then I just want you to take a deep breath in. And then exhale. Alright, now, where is the tension? Where is it in my body? Where do I feel it? Okay, is it in my, let's say right now I'm feeling some in my jaw because I've been clenching my goddamn mouth all day. So I'm going to breathe into that pain. Exhale bit bit less tight now all right let me try to relax that jaw relax that back relax your temples oh my god i keep tension on my temples just try to relax your face you can close your eyes if you need to take another deep breath in jesus fucking christ all right you see that you see that little bit of work on yourself you just did you you are relaxed right now a little bit more than you were before okay now here, now that we're fucking present and we're in our bodies, all right, let's keep this fucking mindset, this moment-to-moment -moment mindset, because right now, you ain't sick, I hope. Now there's nothing you can do about getting sick besides taking the proper measures, and that would be washing your hands for 20 seconds every time you think you, I don't know, I don't want to like be like obsessive-compulsively washing your hands, but uh, you know, wash them every time you think you touch a fucking doorknob in public, or, or, or money, wash your hands. And then, you know, if you start to feel like flu-like symptoms, 
fucking stay home. You know, it might be too late because this thing's highly, highly transmittable. But don't stay home because you're too sick to work. That's not why you're staying home in this case. If you have any symptoms, you stay home because you respect those around you. You don't want them to get sick. I work in the public sector, man. If I get sick and I breathe on an 80-year-old who smokes, there's a 20% chance that person will die if I'm infected. All right? So we have an obligation as a society to respect each other. And I think this is going to be pushing us... Yes, it's inconvenient, okay? But it's going to be pushing us towards a more mindful society. And I think that's a good thing. Everybody right now is so very fucking conscious of maintaining a clean and healthy lifestyle. I mean, a hygiene... The hygiene right now is, like, at an all-time high, mind you. Toilet paper and fucking rubbing alcohol are sold out everywhere. But, you know, I read an article recently, uh, today, uh, just before I started recording this. I make it sound like it was so long ago, and then it was like, actually, I just read it, uh, that um, Quebec is now getting... The trucks are coming in and everything's going to be replenished. They want you to uh, stop buying and panic because that's not good. You're going to buy a bunch of shit and it's going to go bad because it's... I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be as bad as everybody is saying it is. I just... what Right now it isn't. And it's ridiculous that the, the grocery stores and uh, convenience stores, supermarts, whatever, are fucking empty of certain items. It's ridiculous. It, it's just a uh, hive mind. But it's very easy to get caught up in it, man. I went out there, and I solely went out with a list, a simple list. And I started fucking, I bought two of everything. For what? Why? I don't know. Because I was in the fucking vibe. I was, I was identifying with the collective pain body, the collective anxiety, and I let that make some of the decisions for me today. And those decisions I made were not happy ones, all right? That didn't fucking spark joy. Mary Kondo in my soul, baby. Bro. Alright? So, if you go out in public, which you will, if you go out and do groceries, please remind yourself that you do not need to subscribe to the sensationalism, the hype, the, the fucking panic. You don't have to do it. Take a breath. Connect with your body. Calm yourself down and then continue because any decision you're going to be making based out of desperation or anxiety or fear is a dangerous one. And you don't need to be dangerous in times like these because what the fuck are we even doing if we do not love each other enough to keep away from each other? <laughs> oh, God. I also want to talk about some of the good news. So what I'm going to do right now uh, is kind of like scroll down uh, the Reddit, Covoid, multi-Reddit that I'm subscribed to and read some headlines. And let's find out how that goes. <laughs> so China's richest man, Jack Ma, donates 500,000 diagnostic kits and 1 million masks to the USA. Hmm. Well, that's a very interesting headline. That's a fact. Those are facts. What you take away from the facts is nothing but subjectivity. I'm looking at that as like a kind of way to apologize because, you know, it kind of sucks to be China right now. Kind of. You kind of spilled the uh, <laughs> hyper viral milk there. Now it's leaking all into the rest of the world. And what the fuck are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? I'm just so happy I'm not a politician. And I don't subscribe to that. 
But uh, hey, good on Jack Ma. Thank you, Jack Ma. I'll donate some shit to Canada and I'll be real fucking happy. You should know a countrywide event circulating Italian social media right now. Ooh, interesting. Tomorrow at noon on the 14th of March, Italians from all across the country are going to give a round of applause on their balconies and out of their windows to thank all hospital workers during this time of chaos. Beautiful. Do you see what I mean how society is coming together now and we are being more conscious of each other and acting more mindfully. People are going to be singing from their fucking rooftops in Italy to thank the doctors and nurses and other hospital workers for fucking buckling down. There are goddamn hospital workers out there who probably haven't slept in a long time, a full night's sleep, and they're probably fucking sick. And they're out there taking care of people. God damn it. I almost want to volunteer, but also not because I'm selfish. Jesus. All right, well... Now sick people across the U.S. say they are being denied the coronavirus test. Hmm. All right, so you might hear about this in the upcoming days. Maybe it'll happen in Canada or whatever. Um, but they are, nobody has enough fucking coronavirus tests yet. It's not like anybody knew this outbreak was going to happen. There, there wasn't somebody like, who was like, Oh, John, break out the coronavirus tests. It's happening. Oh, good. I'll have all these fucking specifically made tests for this novel virus that we didn't know was going to have an outbreak yet. No, we don't have the fucking things. They need to be made. Okay, so that's why they are being denied it. Okay, not just that so that they don't have them, but also you will be denied a test if you do not have the correct symptoms or at least severe enough systems to, I don't want to say this, but waste a test or use a test, I should say use a test on you because if they use a test and you're negative well okay so go back to work you fuckhead and no don't go back to work just go back home you idiot and but like now that one test that could have proven that somebody was positive and called for the proper uh measures from government and hospital workers to take now that it's 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 gone forever okay now we got to wait until they refill again so it's you're going to hear about this you're going to get maybe someone you know might get denied the test and you don't have to take it fucking personally please understand that there's a greater good to be served if you are not being given the coronavirus test you do not need to worry about it they are not giving it to you because you don't fucking need it okay so stop buying all my toilet paper jesus i just want the charmin ultra strong man the little red one. That one don't come off of my booty bow. My booty bow. Okay, so here's another headline. This week, the CDC has tested 77 people for coronavirus, and the Utah Jazz have tested 58. Hmm. Kind of makes you wonder. Um, I'm assuming the Utah Jazz is a basketball team, guys. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Sounds basketball-y. So that means they've almost tested as many people as the CDC has tested. So basketball's got money sorry money's gonna talk especially in the u.s over the next few weeks you're gonna see the separation and maybe it'll be a little bit of last stage capitalism shit i don't know i don't really want to feel feed that nihilistic wolf inside of me who wants to watch the world burn but here we are not feeling good about it here's another headline sophie trudeau has tested positive for coronavirus yeah i know yeah, I mean, Trump did come on fucking TV today and declare a state of emergency as if we already didn't goddamn know that uh, Trudeau was, came on TV in front of his house, which is so pathetic because, you know, the U.S. has this beautiful White House and that's where the president lives and works or whatever. And then Canada has fucking Elm Street. It looks like a duplex in a 
old army base. And that's where our fucking, the king of Canada lives, you know? Ah, whatever. Anyways, he came out in front of his house and told us all we're going to get some money. <laughs> we're, we're putting together a stimulus package for those affected. Yeah, cool. Um, I can't pay my bills if my brother's dead. You know, oh God, someone's brother's going to die and it's going to be sad. I'm sorry I said that. Jesus Christ, man. So, uh, I heard another fun uh, rumor today that since the SARS, was it since the SARS outbreak? No. No, I'm wrong. Since the H1N1 outbreak, yeah, since the H1N1 outbreak, the national, the American National Medical Reserve stock, whatever you want to call it, this is on the radio, I'm paraphrasing, they never replenished the uh, face masks since H1N1. So they used about like 85 million face masks or something, and they didn't replenish any of them. So there's a shortage of face masks. Hence, our rich Chinese friend, Jack Ma, donating a million masks to the USA. So I guess that's why he did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the government is closing the border in Canada. Um, they're considering it now. This is breaking news as of 10 hours ago, uh, as I record this. They're, they're considering closing the border to stop the spread, uh, and that's the Canadian government. States have already suspended international travel, so that's interesting. Uh, and here is a... Uh, see, good news. Good news here, guys. So because of Trudeau's stimulus plan, um, we are being told, and this is an article from City News, that no Canadian should have to worry about paying rent amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Okay, so that's 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 fine. Uh, here's another one that says China bought the West time. The West squandered it. That's a New York Times article that I'm not even going to fucking entertain with clicking on. I think that article is a bad one, and I'm just saying because you can't you can't play ego with politics, dude. You have to be objective and shit. So now we're looking at uh, John Hopkins Hospital. Uh, I think it's a university hospital in Massachusetts. Correct me if I'm wrong, folks. You can be my fact checkers. Uh, which is I've been hearing a lot about in the news. Uh, they actually created a 24-hour coronavirus test, and it hopes to test as many as 1,000 people today, and they began using it on Wednesday. Hey! John Hopkins, whatever's going on down there, you guys are going to fucking solve this shit. There's some place in uh, Calgary that is that in Canada, I guess that's our equivalent. They're like, we've isolated the virus. Good shit's coming, man. We just got to hang on and be there for each other. And this is why I'm recording this podcast right now, because I want to be here for you. Okay? I don't even know what else to say right now. I feel like I could talk about this for fucking hours, okay? Now, people are starting to report, you know, because China now, it's trailing off all the infected. Now, you're getting more and more recoveries, and uh, that, that, that is it, because the, the virus is not fatal. It is fatal as if you already are impaired in a health manner, then it could be fatal, and that's what we need to keep reminding ourselves. A lot of people might get pneumonia. A lot of people might get, uh, you know, quarantine. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. But all I can say is right now, we are living our best lives and we have to keep doing it. All right. I'm just going to do one more headline as as good news. And I'm just going to choose a random one. All right. So Kim Jong-un sends condolence letter to President Moon over coronavirus outbreak and wishes good health for South Koreans. 
and that is uh, from a Twitter link on Yonhap. I don't even know what that is. I think that's like a news source. Uh, but how interesting is that? Kim Jong-un is feeling the love. Okay, maybe one more headline. Now, here is my favorite part of this uh, whole virus. Now, the majority of children and adolescents with COVID-19 in China, which, by the way, is under 1%, they only had mild infections and symptoms, and they actually recovered within one to two weeks. And that includes newborns, infants, you know, younger than toddlers. There's a silver lining to this virus. That's it. I don't got to worry about my kids succumbing to this. Oh, hey, get me sick all you want. Coronavirus hits my kids? Nah, man. Nah. I also wanted to uh, share with you a story that I was told by my sister. I'm going to be reading this off of Instagram. So my sister was like, I would love to tell you the horror I saw at Walmart. And, you know, she went uh, last night, so that would be March 12th. And uh, anyway, so uh, her son and her thought they would just hit up the store to see what was what because her other son had a trampoline course. Whatever. They went to a Costco and the line was almost around the building just to get it. Now, this was last night before they decided to close all the schools for two weeks and stuff like that. Cars were trying to push their way through for a parking spot. People were wearing gloves and masks. So... They turned around and said, oh, we'll just go to Walmart in case there's a chance there'll be less people. But apparently they were wrong. They got in and there was no baskets left. And then they ended up finding one. The fruits and vegetables situation was okay. But apparently when you got to the meat and the bread and the milk, like my experience, everything was bare. I was able to get water bottles today, however, but she was not last night. And no toilet paper anywhere. And she goes, uh, I'm going to quote her now. I wasn't panicking until I saw that. We got a few things because we found some little water bottles and I got some fruits and vegetables. But when I got outside to put the stuff in the car, I literally had tears in my eyes wondering what the future will look like. Fear causes panic and panic causes fear. It's really not a good combination. Ah, my heart. My heart goes out to my sister. And almost everybody who went out today had an experience like that. God, I was shook before I got home. So please, guys, take heed. Don't suffer twice. Right now, if you're feeling good, enjoy it. Let other people know you're okay. Check in with other people. Be there for each other. It's all we can do right now. Um, wash your hands. Stay away from people if you have symptoms. And for the love of God, be the space someone else needs. Because you know you're going to pass by somebody who's triggered as fuck. And you might start a little argument with them. I know, it'll happen. You have to give them the space they need, man. Just be there for them. Don't argue with them. It doesn't matter who's right who's wrong. You're both wrong. Okay? This hypothetical situation I'm making up in my head. You're both wrong. Straight up. All right, well, if you have anything to say to that, send me an mp3, chris at chriscavner.com, or, you know, inbox it to any of my uh, social media pages, Cheaper Than Therapy with Chris Kavner on Facebook, at Cheaper Than Therapy on Instagram, no vowels except for the Y at the end. Give me a phone call if you got my number. <laughs> no, that's so stupid. Uh, what should I end? I should end on a really bad joke. Let's do it. So with this new coronavirus going around, I'm actually eager to know about the other uh, beer-themed outbreaks that we're going to be having. The Bud Light Lyme disease and, and Heineken plague are really interesting to me. There's also Coors Light diarrhea. 
that I think you just get when you drink a lot of Coors Light. Wow, that was a terrible joke. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, everybody's been making that fucking coronavirus, Lyme disease fucking joke. I feel like that's overdone anyway. So there you go. There you have it. Bad jokes are cheaper than therapy, and that's the name of the show, and that's how we end the show, okay? All right. So please take care of yourself. Drink water, vitamin C. Keep the immune system up. Don't pick your nose. Don't pick your eyes. Don't fucking touch your mouth. Touch your face. If you have flu-like symptoms, fucking chill at home. Don't go out. Everybody's going to understand. Nobody's going to think you're a pussy because you can't show up to work. It's out of respect for your fellow man that you do this, not out of ego. God damn it. I'm, I just hope everybody has a great, great sleep tonight and we all wake up in the morning feeling refreshed. This is Chris Kavner uh, signing out. It's March 3rd, coronavirus outbreak, state of emergency day one. I don't know. Maybe I'll record another one. Uh, maybe I'll go live next time. That interests me a lot. We'll see what happens. Guys, stay strong. All right. I love you. If ain't nobody love you, I do, girl and man, whoever be listening to this podcast, you got my love. Wow. Okay, it's done by Q Music. Okay, the episode's over now. You can stop listening.